Electronic walkabout. No one should have to walk through life alone. We share the good times, the bad times, and the best times. Everyone needs a little direction now and again, and TC and Mad Dog are here to show you the way. A podcast where we talk about the important things in life. Come journey with us. The Electronic Walkabout. Well, here we are again in today, Mad Dog, a beautiful, sunny, downtown Chilliwack day, recording another episode of Electronic Walkabout. How are you today? I'm doing very well. How are you? Fantastic. It's always two thumbs up. Anybody out of me like that? It's a thumbs up. the scripted answer. The scripted answer. <laughs> Just look into my eyes, you'll learn more. Yes. So today, we're going to talk about communication, the lost art. A failure to communicate not only forms part of a famous movie line, Cool Hand Luke 1967, it also can be a source of misunderstanding in our personal relationships causing strain. This becomes worse when we use a simple text or email to communicate. For some, they believe communication has occurred when they've hit the send with a text or email. In the past, we relied on face-to-face or voice-to-voice communication, leaving nothing to chance. Trick with us as we communicate the importance of clear communication to alleviate pain in our personal relationships. But first, always a good news story. Well, for those who didn't watch the Super Bowl, um, I've got some news for you. It was something, it was a bit of a nail-biter, right down to the wire, and I don't know when the last time you saw the Super Bowl go into overtime. Oh, it was almost like they started in the fourth quarter. They started the fourth (laughs) quarter, and uh, with three seconds left in the ball game, KC pulled another one out to win another Super Bowl. It was exciting. It was exciting. So whether you're a KC fan or a San Francisco fan, in between, there was some fantastic football to watch. Anytime we get to watch good football... That's a good news story to me. Now, communication. There's no question technology has created a gap in our personal relationships. There are many positive things that technology has done for us, but little to say as it relates to the ability to communicate today. What we're really talking about is digital disruption. This is an effect that changes the fundamental expectations and behaviors that are caused by new technologies. So, you think about it for a second, because I think we've talked about it. Mm-hmm. Either your son or your wife, they want to talk to you. Yeah. And they want to do it in a quick way. Mm-hmm. What normally happens? You know, I've tried to, I guess, lay down some precedents with digital communication where it's like, if you, you know, if there's something that you need to pick up on the way home from work or anything like that, just to your point, very quick, you know, uh, brief communications, I think it's great. But for long dialogue, you know, topics that need some interaction or where there's emotion behind it, uh, it truly gets lost in the digital side. So I try to err to not use digital communication when it comes to either matters of importance or, or something that's got maybe a little bit more feeling behind it, because you can't interpret that through a text. You can't interpret that unless uh, someone's using all caps. And exactly. We both way back and we've been right. So I've been yelled at once or twice over text. <laughs> but how did we get there? Because I mean, technology is supposed to make our lives easier. This seems from a communication perspective to actually be worse. Absolutely. And I think it's a, it started off as convenient, but now that convenience has dipped into so many different things uh, and it just disrupts the dialogue and, and it, the, the message gets lost when it's digitized, in my opinion. Like you, you can read it and, and get what it says, but where's the inflection? Where's the emphasis on certain words that, that you can't determine? So. You can't determine that. And I'm just looking at you as you're, as you're speaking into the mic. Your nonverbal communication is saying so much too. And that's lost mm-hmm. in that technology. Yeah. Unless you're doing the FaceTime kind of thing. Sure. But that's 
Yeah, that's different, right? And so- yeah, that that that's a I think just a different outlet, and and I will take that. We have uh, you know a couple of sons that live out of town, so if we can get them on FaceTime, that's great. But then it's still a personal conversation. It is you know through your phone or a screen, but I can hear what's important, what's not, or, or when we need to expand on based on answers. So how do how do we deal with that gap? Where where do we or do we use the technology, or how do we get the message across that that's not that's not communication, or at the very least, it's it's the beginning of a communication. Right? Yeah, it, it sh- it'd be nice if it would be a, hey, next time I see you, let's chat about this. But no, people will just jump in and, you know, you'll get several long-winded messages and it just, it, it's really hard to pull the point out of it when it's not a person that you're speaking to. So normally, and I'm just talking about, let's say our generation, second, and we didn't have that technology, it needed to be the phone call. Mm-hmm. Or we do the face-to-face. Yep. So now what happens if I want to do a face-to-face, it always seems like it's something serious. Doesn't it? Which in itself is like, you know how it is when when uh, you're like new on a job or something like that and the boss calls you to their office? Yeah. Well, it's the same thing in the house here. Like if I if I have to have a chat with my son and, it, and I'd say nine times out of 10, it's not really serious. It, mm-hmm. It's just to have that, that proper communication. Yeah. It's always apprehensive on the sure. Or, because you think something's wrong. Yeah, can I speak to you for a second? It's like, oh my gosh, you know, and it's what if it can't. And I think that's part of the issue is that with maybe some of the youth today is that they are just entirely more comfortable with that platform as opposed to the human interaction where that might be a little more uncomfortable or, or pull an emotion or two out maybe that they didn't. And I, I can, I can literally talk till I'm blue in the face. Of course, through text, you wouldn't see that. Mm-hmm. Of the importance of that face-to-face communication and what's being lost as a result of it. And when you think about it, and I've just got a, a small list here, but I'm sure it's a big list. And I'll say public speaking to start with. And it's really not a fair one anyhow, because who likes to public speak? Don't mind it. it took a while to get to that point. And, well, that's, that's, that's the point because it's not something that comes naturally. You have to actually work at it, but it's, it's a, as far as I'm concerned, it's a higher form of communication that takes effort, practice, and you're really choosing your words effectively to, to get your message across. Yeah. And it's, it, it is scary when you're standing in front of people because, you know, if people are intimidated, sometimes even just, you know, for one-on-one conversation, throw throw yourself in front of a hundred, two hundred, a thousand, that that really changes uh, you know, the impact or the feeling. It certainly does, doesn't it? What about job interviews? That one is interesting because now with uh, and again, I think that the the COVID piece taught everybody that, you know, digital solved everything. You could work from home, you can, you know, you can bake from home, you can order groceries from home and, you know, why can't I just do a job interview from home? So if it's a uh, you know, a, a remote interview that that's just seems to be a normal way of doing things too nowadays, but call it a necessary evil, but it's, it's nicer if it's, uh, you know, maybe starting off with the initial interview over a teams or zoom, and then hopefully there's a second in-person meeting. And that's where you can truly get the feel of, of the person that you're talking. Well, you just hit the nail on the head. You get that feel, you get that, that, that sense. Okay. This person is a good fit or maybe not such a good fit. It's just, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. If you don't want to be to carry on with that, that not not only that. I mean, you can you can go to the website and query what questions do I have for a job interview. So if, if someone's got their A gate on, they've done all that. They're well prepared. They're gonna they're gonna say all the right things, mm-hmm. and you truly won't know what you have until you have it. Yep. Which might be too late. Right? <laughs> exactly. Business meetings. 
Yeah, that one. And I think, you know, you and I both have fairly long careers and it's just, it, it again, the beginning of my career, it was so nerve wracking to meet with customers or, or, you know, senior directors or anything like that. And then over the course of time, you realize it's a conversation. Yes, this person might have a very important title, but at the end of the day, you're just talking to another human being that has a lot of the same traits as you do. But yeah, it's, and I've, I've tried to coach my, my sons with some of that, just like, that's all it is. It's a conversation. You know, if you leave the title and importance out of it, and you can actually have a, a, a good dialogue with somebody, it changes the game. So I think, you know, I'm listening to you right now, what you said was that really get the nail on the head. It's a conversation. So it's more like the art of conversation that it's kind of, I don't know, it's, it's going by the wayside. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's going to be an extinct animal if we don't figure out how to deal with it. Yeah. And I think that speaks too to a lot of just what happens in social media is you've given every person in the world a platform to say whatever they want with no qualifications and they will just, you know, throw stuff out there, but guaranteed it would be a completely different scenario if they were saying something like that in person, right? So there's a, a false confidence or a false bravery that a lot of people have with the, the digital banking meetings or for loans or mortgage applications. Yeah, that's uh, for, you know, day-to-day banking is great. But again, it, you know, I would like to think, well, I think it might be different with banking because that's a straight up numbers game. <laughs> so, you know, they could figure out stuff without talking to you really, because it's all, you know, if you can meet their, uh, you know, thresholds and whatnot, it's, uh, yeah, that one. And then not- so that's might, that might be a more a Q&A than a conversation. Correct. Yeah. Right. So just quantifying your qualifiers. Yes. You Yes. Yeah, so funny thing about it, in the last little bit, Josh Massad was, was uh, he was involved in that car accident back in November. He wasn't hurt or anything, but dealing with, let's say, the, the insurance people, dealing with the, the car dealers. And I got to tell you, Sterling was out because we were at a car dealership. And, and it's a little off topic, but I don't think it's worthwhile. Right? So the first time he's he's dealing with these people over the phone, I'm sitting there listening and and before he gets on the point, he said, well, what do I need to say? So I coach him on that. That's all good. So after a couple of times, I said to him, I said, don't you think it would be a good idea to introduce yourself? Say, this is, you know, so-and-so, and this is the reason why I'm calling. But so the last few phone calls he's picked up, that he's getting more and more comfortable with that conversation. But something as simple as a phone call to, let's say, a government agency mm-hmm. is definitely a challenge because, yeah. first of all, it's a serious thing. Mm-hmm. He's not quite sure he's not used to having those conversations. Still young. He's still young. But I'm not having those conversations. Those are his. If he has the questions, I'll help him with it. But that's the only way because we learn from our mistakes whether we we like it or not. Mm -hmm. Good, bad, or indifferent. We'll talk about that in another show for sure. But getting back to the story. So have you ever had those social awkward moments where there's, let's say, a wardrobe malfunction or you've got something <laughs> that's on the other side of your cheek. Or there's some bat in a cave or something. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so the the question I have for you, when you see, let's say, someone else has had the wardrobe sure. malfunction, what do you do? Do you just let it go? No, not at all. Okay. I, how do you make sense, right? So. Yeah, totally okay with, with you know pointing that out because the person ultimately appreciates it as opposed to just letting it happen or just... So getting back to that communication, how do you, how do you broach that? And, and you, you talk about, you can't do that with technology. No. <laughs> so, so yesterday, there we are, we're in our car dealership and this young man dressed, sharp dressed young man, mm-hmm. who's, it's early in the day, so he's probably going to see a lot of customers. Well, I look down, there's a wardrobe mall, well, make sure, right? So, so I think to myself, do I tell him or just let it go? So I'm kind of the same school as you are. I said, I got to tell him because it's, 
he's he's going to be dealing with people all day. Right. Yeah. It's not the right thing to do. So I said, uh, he's just talking up this card. I'm thinking, okay, well, I got to stop. Okay. I can't help it. So I said, uh, you got to fix your pants. Yeah. He did. Oh, I said, I said, look, I said, I think you want to sh- only show cars. If I think you want to let people see anything else, I'm living on a car. I said, you just start laughing. And again, so humor does help in that situations, right? But again, if, you, if you're afraid to communicate to people, you're just going to let that one go by. Yeah. Or you're just going to say, well, but, but you're right. If it was me that was in that situation, I would truly appreciate it if someone... Because yeah. you saved me embarrassment for the rest of the day talking to you know, many, many people that will notice the same thing. Whether you would have sold more cars or not, we'll never know. That's it. Yeah. That's so. it. And it's, uh, and you know, to your point, the generation um, of youth nowadays, it's uh, the electronic piece is so ingrained in what they do. The, the, the personal discussion piece is almost like a lost art. And, you know, my son was going for uh, an interview and there was going to be a panel and he was, you know, he was pretty nervous about it. And I, I had to remind him, I'm like, you are just having a conversation. You were a smart young man and you speak well, you just have to relax and that's it. It will take its course. The more that you freak out, stress out, oh, I better say this scripted answer. They'll see that. So just be yourself. He, he ran a couple of fairly successful interviews and, you know, we're waiting to see what the results are. Well, good luck with that. I'm sure he'll do just fine yes. if he follows your advice, of course. Just have some confidence in the other. Yes. Has the technology really helped the growth of our personal relationships? Yes, no, in any way? I would say no. I would definitely say um, it is a, it's an easy cop out, you know, and if I had a dollar for every time somebody, you know, looked at their text and they were like, ah, oh, you know, it's uh, their spouse, their significant other, and they're, you know, getting heck somehow, but maybe they weren't. Maybe it was that text was meant a different way. Well, mind you, we know our. There's well, no, that, to your point, if it's all caps, see, if you cross the line. We've crossed the line. Yeah, for sure. The, I definitely think that technology has impeded the art of uh, communication. And more so in those situations where someone decides to break up in a relationship mm-hmm. via text. Yeah, yeah. And I've had that conversation with my wife. I know, you know, she gets heated with, with me sometimes and, and the text will start rolling. But I, I've said I will not have these over text. If you want to yell at me, fine, do it in person. But I just, you know, I'm not a big fan of, of having long, you know, discussions that should be in person through text. Yeah. And if, you know, if she wants to yell at me in person, just let her know I'm sensitive. Very, I don't just do that, right? So it is quite clear that, I mean, with the, with, I'll say with the best of intention, technology via communication is, is there. It was supposed to help us, mm-hmm. but there's but there's something that's lost there. So how can we make sure that there is no miscommunication? If if it's that important, it truly needs to be in person when you're looking into somebody else's eyes. Like even when the boys were, uh, you know, younger and growing up, you know, they would date a girl, you know, for a little bit and, you know, go to a movie or whatever. And when they found that it just wasn't the right connection, I told them, listen, that has to be a face-to-face, you know, I like you, we're still friends, but this, this isn't working out because it's really easy to shoot a text to say, ah, you know, it's not working. I'm done. Thanks. You know, that, that's it. That's easy. It's still impactful on the other side, the person that gets that. So, you know, I've always, and it's, it's constant coaching. It has to be And it from, unfortunately from a parent, like it's, you know, we might be slightly out of touch on the technology piece, but the, that's not necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> No, I'll stick with that. It's not necessarily a bad thing. And, and there's there's so much, and I'll just say it again and again, especially in those those businesses that are that are people businesses mm-hmm. that that require those face to face conversations. And truly, I think some of the things that you said today, some great advice. Just be you and have a conversation. 
that's it. Everybody's going to get something wrong. It's a, you know, you don't need to form a, a text and, and research what you're putting in the text. Cause that's just how like having a conversation, putting it on pause for three minutes and then going and looking something up and trying to come back with more information. You're not going to yeah. do nothing. Just, just talk. I might do, I might do that for spelling, but spelling. Well, that's yeah. yeah. Again, for our age, that's probably mandatory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, what I'm hoping is that when the listeners kind of flip the switch on this episode, they, they really take two steps back and say, okay, how effective am I communicating today? And do I use technology to communicate too much? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, when people have or want to do, you know, have uncomfortable conversations, some people start it through text, but if you can, it changes if you can see that person live, right? Because then, then there isn't that false kind of, well, I can just say this and it's fine. No, now we're talking face to face. So if you have something to say or vent, absolutely do it to my face. Cause then, then I get the genuine feel of what's happening, but you know, just to shoot a text and, you know, you know, poke the bear so to speak I, I don't see what the purpose in that is there's no value in that and unfortunately this 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 topic of communication has come to an end but as we both know communication is so important in our lives mm-hmm. I'm hearing that music and that's telling me something I guess that music is technology bags <laughs> remember technology can be our friend in most cases but remember when it's not welcome when it comes to personal relationships take the time to practice face-to-face communication we need to learn how to unplug and plug back into our personal relationships. Pick a day where you can enjoy a technology-free day for your family. You will be amazing what memories you've just done by doing this. Leave nothing to chance. If you must text or email, follow up to ensure your message was received. will ensure strong communication and leave little room for embarrassment as a result of any misunderstandings. Don't let technology interfere with your ability to communicate effectively in your relationship. It shows you care about the relationships and serves to foster that relationship. Nothing is better than a face-to-face conversation. Take every opportunity you can to make this happen. Remember, we were never meant to walk alone. To learn more about eWalkabout, please visit us at eWalkabout.ca.